Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Compassion is not a freckle. I recently held a conversation with someone I've known all my life. The subject of compassion came up, and he expressed to me that he wished he could have been, or he wished he could have had, rather, compassion for others in his life. His lifetime's nearly gone. Now he's a sickly old man. On the one hand, he laments the fact that he's completely devoid of compassion for others. And yet, to listen to him, it doesn't sound like remorse. Throughout his life, he cared about no one other than himself. And the situation has been compounded by the fact that he looks down on and dislikes anyone that is not like him. This includes all races other than Caucasian. He's totally unconcerned with the plight of the poor. He detests anyone as tortured by alcoholism, drug addiction, or any other infirmity that could have been avoided. According to him, the person had been a strong and good Christian, quote-unquote, he wouldn't have fallen. Anyone who has made a serious mistake, like unwed pregnancy or possibly a brush with the law, is on his list. He doesn't want anyone to live in our country unless they are true Americans, arguing that we are a nation made up of immigrants is a waste of time, as is pointing out that America offers many people their real, their only real hope of having a better life, and most of these people perform work that is needed, and no one else wants to do, is immediately cut off. As I listened to him, he made it sound as having compassion for others as an inherited trait. In fact, he alluded to the fact that my mother, whom he knew very well, was compassionate for others and that I had probably inherited this trait of weakness from her. I thought to myself, Wait a minute here, is compassion an inherited trait like freckles or red hair? I don't think so. It is a plain choice. It's plain and simple. He is right in that I do not believe that deciding to give people the benefit of the doubt and cast judgment of people who have made mistakes, leaving judgment to the Lord and being willing to offer a helping hand is inherited. Feeling sorry for the poor and unfortunate and trying to help them somehow is not a trait that is contained in our DNA. It is biblical in every sense of the word. I realize that I have no right to look down on anyone. I've led such an 
error-filled life that I could hardly point the finger at anyone for making mistakes. Also, I have been very poor and homeless and realized that it's not always the fault of the homeless person that they are in that condition. And even if it is, we should be interested in helping them to help themselves out of such a predicament. We are commanded by Jesus Christ to treat everyone as we would like to be treated. And I believe that the Spirit who lives within us helps us to follow that command, provided we ask for his help. I am so glad that Jesus Christ has compassion. I've made so many stupid and often rebellious mistakes that if Jesus was not merciful and compassionate, I would bust tail wide open and deservedly so. This man may not realize it, but so would he. We all would. A friend whom I really respect once told me that his primary goal in life was to be more like Jesus. The first step in that process would be to have compassion. No one trait of Jesus that stands out beyond all others in my mind is his compassion for every soul on this planet. He took the punishment that I deserve, that you deserve. He deserved no punishment because he never sinned. He had such compassion for us that he lowered himself from his exalted position on his throne and willingly allowed evil people to beat him, spit on him, treat him shamefully, and then crucify him. He did it for all races, all types of people, so they could live eternally. All had made mistakes, and yet there is no mistake too great for him to forgive to those who believe in him and ask for his forgiveness. We have a choice of whether we follow his lead or go our own way. One leads to paradise and one to hell. It has nothing to do with inherited traits or freckles. It is about first realizing that we are not perfect and then following God's only son's commands. John fifteen twelve. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.